Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Look at us just getting into it right away because whoo, the Rockies are on a four a four game win streak, and they just swept the Brewers. Broom season is upon us. Broom season is here. Uh, I'd love some spring cleaning. Yeah, unbelievable. Rockies seven and six over their last thirteen games. They now have two series wins in their last three series. That's they huge. They are winning the West. Okay, let's relax. Oh, okay. There's... I meant AL West. Is that, <laughs> that, is that more likely than the NL? I don't know. Well, who's to say? But just a good three days. Nothing like the Milwaukee Brewers to kind of, you know, liven up the spirits a little bit. Getting revenge from that 2018 NLDS. Ooh, yes. yes. A little bit. The thing I love is that their records coming into this game, both the Brewers and the Rockies, were kind of flipped. It's like the Brewers had won twice as many games as the Rockies. The Rockies had lost twice as many games as the Brewers. So we've, we're even in it out a little roll bit. Roll reversal. Little yeah. roll reversal, yes. And today's game, a 9-6 victory, Probably one of the best wins of the season. Again, you, you see six runs for the opposing team. Ah, that can't be that great. But it was comeback effort. They're down 4 nothing going into the bottom of the seventh. We get our stretch, and the Rockies come through with four runs in the bottom of the seventh, five runs in the bottom of the eighth to take the lead. The defense was incredibly crisp. So crisp. All game long. I, th I feel like there's been some momentum with the defense, and then you really saw it today with so many great plays. I mean, Tovar with the over-the-shoulder catch. He barely mm -hmm. got, but he got it. Moustakis with the full extension grab. Brian Servin with a play where ball in the dirt pops up in front of him, grabs with his <laughs> bare hand, fires it down to second base. Like, there was a lot of those plays. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it, was, it was really fantastic to see all that work. And also, I mean, how many games have we seen this season where, uh, you know, the Rockies are down for nothing or they're down and they haven't scored anything and they don't get it together? And the fact that they not only tied it up, but just it was such a great win, such a great team win. Yeah, even going into this game, we actually caught up with Bud Black before the game to discuss kind of how they'd been doing, where they're six and six at 500, which, hey, maybe is the best case scenario for this team. Uh, and I asked him, you know, Antonio Sensatella is coming back. He'll be starting Friday's game. You, of course, will be previewing that on mm -hmm. Friday's Suzy show. But Sensatella's back. The loss of Marquez, not great. But still, there's this momentum that's building. And Buddy discussed that momentum mm -hmm. earlier today before the game. Kyle said, you know, Sensatella coming back and just seeing him in the clubhouse has kind of brightened everyone's spirits. Right. What, what have you kind of well, figured out? Well, you know, I think it started... Uh, you know, sort of started in, in in Cleveland the way we pitched. Uh, you know, when you when you pitch well, it, it takes a little bit of pressure off the offense. And there were some games where we fell behind early. You know, I mean, early big, I mean, some big numbers early this year, and that you know that gets you by the eight ball. And sort of, you know, sort of sets a, a tone of man, it's it, you know it's tough. And if it happens, you know, often it it can derail you a little bit. So I mean, we need our starting pitching to be consistently and keep us in games early through the first five innings. And then things have a way of uh, sort of smoothing out in a lot of ways. So, um, but you, you have the starting pitch. Uh, you know, I still think we're gonna, I still think we're gonna homer. You know, we've talked about that a lot. Our homer rate is not where I think it's gonna be. Uh, and we got a, and our defense is picked up. So that's what I think. It's, it's, a, it's a collective of, of all three aspects of the game. Robert in the chat saying, this team is growing on me. Four wins in a row will kind of do that for you, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I got to say, after these four wins in a row, the clubhouse has never been louder. Yeah. I think these guys needed the streak. I, actually, legitimately, the music that was playing, I, I have never heard louder. Like, legitimately. Yeah. It was the speakers where I was like, wow, they need to get new speakers in here. Because they've got it turned up to eleven. Yeah. That's, oh, it was it was say. such a great energy, such a great vibe. Mark also saying he was not happy that Trejo didn't get the opportunity to come up there with uh, runner on first and mm -hmm. third, and then uh, someone moved up, advanced defensive indifference kind of situation. And uh, Harold hitting Harold comes up again. You like a lefty was, against a right-handed hitter. He was hitter. so clutch. He got it done. He was actually, uh, he actually had the MVP chain there uh, for the game. So he came through in a big way with the two ribbies. So uh, that was fantastic. Justin pointing out Tovar, 
finally heating up. Like we've been talking about this for the last week or so that it's yeah. it's really started to come together for him. Um, yeah, things are so much coming together for him. Also, uh, Mark in the chat mentioned, if I squint a little bit, I can see Tovar <laughs> as the superstar he could be. We talked to Mike Moustakis after the game. I'll air this clip probably in my Susie show tomorrow. But he was talking about how Tovar is so talented and so young and has such an incredible career ahead of him. Absolutely. Yeah, he, uh, since April 23rd, most RBI on the team, that would be Ezekiel Tovar. He's got seven, uh, did have a, uh, actually broke up the shutout. I'd forgotten that. He was the first guy that came through there in the seventh to really mm -hmm. get that rally kind of started because there had been an earlier point in the game where there were two runners on with no outs. Rockies didn't get anything done. And you go, ah, is that going to happen again? Tovar did not allow it to happen. So in the last 10 games, he's now 11 for 35. Batting 314, the defense has been there. I did talk with him a little bit before the game with Aaron Munoz, uh, the team's interpreter. Uh, and yeah, he he felt, he sounded very comfortable. He sounded very confident. And he, mm -hmm. and he basically discussed, like, you know, ever since I was a kid, the defense is one part of the game. And that's it. And then when I hit... That's a completely different game. And, you know, guys say that and you don't, you don't maybe believe them or you go, yeah, I, I, that makes sense. But is that really true? And hearing him say that and that look on his face was like, oh, wow, he really just thinks it's like a different day. Like you come into the dugout. Now it's your turn to hit. It was like, oh, yesterday when I made that error at the top of the inning, <laughs> like that was a day ago. It that, was is, that is some impressive mental work right there to just really put things behind you half inning to half inning. It was Brenton Doyle beat out an infield single to break an 0 for 15 stretch at the plate, stole second. That was that run there. Um, four stolen base since uh, being called up and making his debut on April 24th. So Rockies are winning games with Brenton Doyle. They've got the BDE. Brenton Doyle experience. Oh my gosh. That's what, what it a, is. What a problematic acronym that is. But it's fantastic. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, Mike Moustakis was two for four with a double. Eight for 22 through his last eight games. You see the Rockies flexibility. McMahon coming in to pinch run. Then Moustakas moves over to first, mm -hmm. McMahon at third base. So that was fantastic. Chris Bryant uh, got a hit for the Rockies in the first. Then Wade Miley shut him down until the sixth inning. Uh, he finished the game two for three with a double, one walk. He is uh, he's playing, playing really well. He's added the home run ball to his game, despite the fact that the Brewers fans are still booing him, even though he hasn't been a member for the Cubs in like a year. You uh, know two what? Years, once, once you hate a guy, you just hate him forever. Pretty much. Think he said it was an honor. He, you know, he had a good, you know, good, good answer on that. I was going to say, you know, it's got to be an honor to live rent free in Brewers fans minds. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he enjoys that. Uh, very big. Now, uh, Elias Diaz had a, a great day off, right? Uh, yeah, Ryan Servan's catching. A great day off, but uh, was also so clutch. <laughs> Just came in off the bench, mm -hmm. was so, so productive. Had the sacrifice fly that tied the game in the seventh. Had uh, Came up in the eighth. Another sacrifice fly. So I had to, to punch into the old Patty Stats app. It's, it's, <laughs> it's an app that only I use and I, was I, gonna say, I know do about. Do you have an app or are you just talking about your brain? I, I don't know. Because you are a robot, not a human being. This You need to uh, like, follow, subscribe to the DNVR Sports channel on YouTube. <laughs> follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. And then over time, you will, you will learn if that is a legitimate app or not. But to sacrifice fly RBI, I mean, that's how you get an RBI. Uh, mm -hmm. or that's how you get a sacrifice fly is if it, with an RBI. And so I looked it up. Uh, he's the 13th player to ever have two sacrifice flies coming off the bench. That's it. Only 13. It's only happened 13 times. I think maybe he's the 14th. But uh, And then how many guys have done it in their only two plate appearances? He is now the seventh player ever to start the game on the bench and then come in and clutch. Hey, okay, he didn't get a hit, but he got the sack fly, which was really what was needed and, and that's oh, it was, doing your job. Listen, it was so needed. Um, that was, yeah. Who has been more clutch than Elias Diaz right now? That's it. If he was a handbag, you know what he would be? A clutch. You know what I'm saying? You are on one today, Patrick. I, you are on one too because you caught up with Elias Diaz talking about how good he's been. And, yeah. you know, could he be the Rockies' first all-star at the catcher spot? And he's certainly making the case. And, you know, we've been 
uh, talking behind the scenes a little bit uh, in the diehards only discord and our slack just about he deserves to get a lot more credit so uh, he had a good game on Tuesday night, and uh, and here you are catching up with him about how good he's been playing all season long. Yeah. I mean, right now I feel I feel great. You know, I go day by day, uh, try to pull, try to do my best, and uh, try to to win the game, to help the team to win. I mean, don't try to do too much and uh, look for a, for a good pitch and uh, have a plan every every about. Two hits, one home run. That was a massive home run. What was going through your head when that came off the bat? I mean, you know, when we have tight the pitcher like like Peralta, and uh, and you win, and we're gonna be. It's, I mean, you have to you have to say yes and uh, celebrate, you know, because he's. I mean, he's good, and uh, but we 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 went better tonight. All the team. Diaz, man, just he's a tank. He, play, he plays every game, mm-hmm. even on off days. You know what? You, you know who Elias Diaz reminds me a lot of? Susie Hunter. Because it's like a day <laughs> off, and where is he? He's still getting in the middle of the action. He's still coming to the ballpark, getting ready. Elias Diaz is the Susie Hunter of the Rockies Clubhouse. Thank you so much for saying that. You're welcome. Because I do feel like I've spent a little too many off days <laughs> at the ballpark. <laughs> it's true. We never got to figure out who I am. I mean, I could be Brian Servant to finish out the you know analogy here a little bit, but I, we're still searching for the the player in the Rockies Clubhouse that is the me. No one is you, Patrick. Oh, thank no you. one is you. Thank you. I, I am the other 25 guys on the 26 man <laughs> roster. You are multiple people <laughs> yeah. in one. Like yeah, that, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. <laughs> now, Connor, Connor Siebold, I'm glad Buddy said in the post game, he started talking about Connor Siebold, but Black did uh, in the post game from the 9 6 victory on Thursday. I may have even said it's Wednesday. It's when, when you get a Monday it feels day off. It's like I a Wednesday. I keep forgetting that it's not Wednesday. It is not. We do not have a. We don't have an off day tomorrow in, necessarily. In general, just like before you get into actually talking about today's starting pitcher, sure, Connor sure. Siebold, I will say I don't know what day of the week it is any given day. I just know who is up in the Rockies starting rotation. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I never know what day of the week it is. And then it's like, oh, I know they go to New York and then they go to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and they're back home with Philly. And then they got Cincinnati and they go away for three days against the first place in the AL West Texas Rangers. And then they come back again. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I, we, we get it. Wait, we get baseball brains. You were running through that schedule. You were talking to Kelsey Wingert yesterday <laughs> yeah. and she was like, how do you remember all this? You're like, the secret to remembering is you just don't forget. And it's like, we were just, we were dying. You, don't forget it. That's it. And I will not forget the way Bud Black seamlessly there went we into go. discussing Connor Siebold's <laughs> efforts because, you know, we discussed it even when they were down 3 nothing, and uh, Nick Mears ended up giving up a run, which he didn't deserve. That's another thing. I was very much worried that the difference in the game was going to be the way Chris Bryant played that ball mm. in right field. If you're watching that game, you're probably ripping your hair out right now, and you're going, yes, I saw that. Clanks off the wall, and it ends up being a triple but he, he just didn't play it well enough. He should have kind of stood back a little bit, played the carom. He did not, so it was a triple. And then that ended up, I think it might have been a sacrifice fly, mm. scored the runner from third and became 4 nothing. But that uh, water under the bridge in that way. But Connor Siebel, five innings pitch, only gave up three runs. And you go, well, he gave up three solo home runs. That's okay. If you, you would sign up every day to have five innings from your starter, mm-hmm. especially right now with what the Rockies have been going through in their rotation. But five innings and only three runs... That's going to keep you in the game. That goes back to the clip and Buddy talking about it and you mentioning Mm -hmm. they've just been down so early. And, man, it's tough to come back from that. Uh, And and Seabold really kept them in the game because he was only giving up solo home runs. Yeah, um, I do think – because, I mean, one of those home runs was a leadoff home run. Yeah. And uh, that is – that just has to be so mentally tough to come back from. But he – I mean, yeah, he gave up two solo shots, but they were solo shots. That's right. And what does Buddy say about what Cash, Catfish Hunter says? <laughs> what is, yeah, what does Buddy say about Catfish Hunter says about solo home runs? <laughs> solo home runs don't break your back. They don't kill you. Mm-hmm. Well, Buddy said it doesn't kill you, but don't break your back. I mean, one, you can get physical therapy for. The other one, not so much. But nevertheless, like the big, the biggest number wasn't the three home runs. Again, all solo shots. The biggest number to me is no walks. In this season mm-hmm. where the Rockies pitchers have been giving up free passes, they've been coming back to haunt them. And again, 
an error gets made. Well, now that now the runner on first base that got a free pass is now standing on third base, and that gets a little rally going for the opposition. And so not walking anybody, I think, was the most critical part for what Connor Seabold did. Uh, and the Rockies had a big W today, and uh, you absolutely love to see that. Love it. I love it. That's uh, my line. That's like my thing that I always say. Love it. You love to see it. That's what I say when something's so great, but I just can't think of what else to say about it. Well, I love to see people down at the DNVR bar <laughs> on the corner of Colfax and York because I love baby I love ball. love it. Friday, it's, it feels like a week. Talk about not knowing what day of the week is. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense that the Nuggets played on Monday, and now we're they still haven't played since three days later. But they got a game uh, on Friday. Then they don't play again until Tuesday, because hmm. I'm looking, I'm like, oh, maybe we'll do a post game show on Tuesday. Nope, Nuggets play game five, so they've got three days off in between. Both of those, it, it's just a weird schedule. We don't, yeah, you know what? Um, it's on the TV. It's on our TVs. Yes, it's on our TVs. I was gonna say, um, this is gonna be kind of a great weekend at the bar, though, because so. yeah, we've got Nuggets, uh, UFC, no cover on Saturday night. Really, no cover, no cover. So like. Um, first come, first I serve. think there's it, it, are there two fights on? I think we're the only we UFC and then you got the Canelo fight. Yeah, we got UFC and the Canelo fight going on, and there's no cover charge. We're the only bar in Denver showing both with no cover. Yo, Kale. Damn. This, wait, wait. This... Do you have to be a diehard? No, it's open to the public. <laughs> All right, that's legit then. Wow. Yeah, no, it's actually gonna be such a fun weekend at the bar. And that being said, if you are a diehard, you still get fifteen percent off your food and drink. If you want to buy any merch uh, that we've got, it's twenty percent off here at the bar. Twenty percent even if you order it online at dnvrlocker.com. And during watch parties, merch is buy one, get one half off. <gasps> oh wow. What? Even more. Wow. Yeah. So like you get just like How deals we... on deals on deals for coming down to the bar. How do we do that? <laughs> That's like, I don't know. Such a good deal. People are going to be like, wow, what a fun Saturday night. I have more money in my wallet than when I walked in here. That's the DNVR bar way, okay? Wait, buy one, get one half off is such a good deal. My friends always like have like drinks and get merch when they're here. Like This is so exciting. I can't wait to tell them. That's amazing. It's pretty lit. It's pretty lit. Oh, Mark is letting us know the Nuggets play on Sunday, too. Oh, yeah, so you got Friday, you got Nugs, and then Saturday, you got the fights, and then Sunday, you got Nugs again. It's going to be like a packed three days at the bar. It's a very aggressive sandwich. So technically, and maybe this will have to be a game-time decision, we could do a Tuesday post-game show. Since the Nuggets are going to sweep in four... Take that PHNX and all your people with their dumb purple hair. (laughs) So inside. Uh, Inside baseball, literally. All right. You know what's not inside baseball? Mm. This has to go down as one of my worst transitions. You know what's not inside baseball? Bacchus and Schenker. Bacchus and Schenker. Now, when you get hurt, Bacchus and Shanker is here to help. They've been helping for 25 years, folks. Seriously, whether it's a motorcycle accident, car accident, pedestrian, rideshare, like legitimately, hey, it's 2023, people are doing the rideshare thing. Something can happen, something could go down, you could get hurt at work. Give the folks over at Bacchus and Shanker a call. And I say folks, it's not because it's not just Bacchus, and it's not just Shanker, and it's not just Bacchus and Shanker, it's Bacchus, Shanker. 100 folks on staff, 30 different lawyers. They've won their clients over $1 billion. With a B. Legitimately. And the best part is they are doing work and they are consulting with you for free. So it doesn't cost you anything just to reach out and say, something happened. I don't know what I should do or I don't really know if it was my fault or not. Just just place a mm-hmm. phone call, 222-2222 and figure out what's going on with that. And if they say, hey, no dice, we can't help you out. Okay, fine. You, yeah. You'd lost nothing, mm-hmm. but you could very much win big time because Bacchus and Shanker wins. Give them a call, 222-2222. Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker. I love it. <laughs> Volo Sport. Oh, they don't have a song. They don't Not have yet. a song, Not but yet. oh my gosh, the Volo crowd comes in here after games on many nights of the week, and it's kind of lit in here. Like it's like a party. That's They're having great. like post game parties here. It's so fun. That's it. Yeah, I mean they 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 make a one of those in game type atmospheres. Um, where if you can't get to to wherever you're going, I don't know how many people like try to watch PBA Pro Bowlers Association. 
for the Pro Bowlers Tour. But you can be in your own bowling league. But I'll tell you what, uh, you can, if you did want to go to a big event like that, you could use Game Time Tickets mm. because this is a Game Time Tickets ad read. This is a Game and, Time ad? <laughs> yes, it is. But you didn't I'm know that. I'm so confused. <laughs> I was for a second until right now when I realized, <laughs> we're talking about Game Time Tickets. When you use code DNVR, you get $20 <laughs> off your first purchase. So, Kale, next time you decide to go to a Rockies game, buy an entire row of seats and just hand them out to people walking by a Coors Field because you can probably legitimately get 20 seats. To a Rockies game. That's actually game so so baller. I was surprised at how cheap the tickets were for uh, this Brewer series uh, at Coors Field. Yeah. Because there were so many single-digit tickets available. Yeah, there were. You really could have bought a whole row. And the cool thing is you go, yeah, but I want to go to a Nuggets game. Well, they're in Phoenix, so that's going to be costly. But when they are at home for the Western Conference Finals, I mean, it's not very much of a hot take when they're up 2-0 like this with Chris Paul hurt. That being said... <laughs> If you wait close to the start of the event, so like up to that 60-minute mark, you can get up to 60% off of the face value of those tickets. So people that mm -hmm. maybe they're, they're, they're ticket brokers and they only got the seats just to sell them. So they're going to jack the prices up. And then the prices get jacked down. So Game time I, tickets allow you to get your tickets jacked down. So I did this on my birthday for the Nuggets playoff game. Mm -hmm. I sat lower balcony, um, lower balcony, front row of the balcony. Nice. For sixty bucks, all in, really? using the game time. So, and I just—that's exactly what I did. An hour before the game, I went on with me and my friends. Yeah, and this and is this, this is first round of, of this the was playoffs. a playoff game, just Damn. like so. Tickets, just like and so. It's the game time thing is legit. I'm just yeah. saying. I literally mm -hmm. just used it last week. I heard. Um, I did hear people have figured out how to hack the Taylor Swift concert, where if you try to buy your tickets after the openers. Mm -hmm. Um, you can get a really oh. good deal. So something that I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, but there's a couple good girl in red. I mean, the one the openers for Denver show, I was not happy with. But I'm all not, her other openers, I love. Yeah, no. <clears throat> yeah, her openers in Denver, like I'm not super familiar with. So like yeah. I would rather save hundreds of dollars and not see them. Yeah. No Same offense time. to the openers. I know that they are all very talented. Yes. So no anyway, offense. this these are the things that we were th like I could do I could do pregame at the field. And then hop on over. You could. And see some Taylor Swift. That's You're true. not going to see me that Yankees weekend. No. <laughs> it's so sad. I love that. Uh, I also love Pins and Aces. Look, they've got the golf gear. And they've also just kept regularly, like, just nice clothes mm -hmm. that they've got. I've got an awesome button-up that I can't wait to uh, to flex on on maybe a warmer day. We are close. It was kind of, like, almost muggy today. Maybe a little bit humid. Today mm -hmm. would have been a perfect day to bust that out. I love my red Pins and Aces cap. You're going to love all the stuff that they've got. The liquor stick, the beer sleeve. So you could, you know, drink responsibly while you're on the 18 holes there. You're going to get 15% off when you use code DNVR and support a Colorado business like Pins and Aces. You get 15% off with code DNVR and you get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Wednesday night, 7-1 win. Huge one. Scoreless outing for Kyle Freeland. Five innings pitched. No runs allowed. No walks. Again, those are the big numbers. Five strikeouts. Why didn't he go deeper? You would have loved to have seen it only through like Ooh. 63 pitches, but... I think the Rockies did dodge a major bullet. Okay, so yeah, we. Um, I wish we put a picture of this in the show, but um, he his neck. He was oh, feeling yeah. it in his neck, and of course, when you see a mound visit with a starting pitcher, when we're already down so many starting pitchers, yeah. we are down more starting pitchers than most teams have. Yeah, Kyle. Ka yeah, yeah, that that's true. Uh, Kyle Freeland, Freeland's neck, Lamette's back, and there's more to that song too, right? Oh, my neck. We can't. My, I, I don't actually. <laughs> we can't. We can't say that. This Freeland's is a family neck, show. Lamette's back. Lamette's on the IL. You are like towing the line of HR right now. You can say FG, Forrest Gump. <laughs> you just can't say FC. Charlie Blackman hit his fourth home run of the season. 460 foot shot. He hit it uh, to a spot in the ballpark. You don't see a lot of baseballs go over over the bullpen into the second deck that was a shot 463 you go all right uh, you're hoping for it to be closer to 500 i mean it's only 37 feet off that being said it was his third longest home run of the Statcast era for charlie blackman so that was a shot for charlie blackman that is so incredible i'm glad he still has it in his it. elderly age oh he got it like that <laughs> he got it he does got it like that brent Suter, another scoreless inning i did see somebody behind home plate with a brent Suter brewers jersey <laughs> Very nice. 
I wonder how many people realize that he comes out to the Jurassic Park music. Like, what what is this? Because it's so kind of low. It's very subdued. And also, it just kind of sounds like something that a ballpark would play just in between things happening. Actually, I wonder how many people think it might be like Field of Dreams music. Because it has that... Timeless. No, no, maybe a little bit, little no. Bit. Yeah, I think so. I feel like, like the people vibe. who know the Jurassic Park music and know the Field of Dreams, like I feel like there isn't a lot of people who mm. know one or know the other. Those movies were only separated by about five years from yeah. when they came out. It's because you know his nickname is obviously the Raptor. We know that, but again, how many fans are in on that? Uh, we know Will knows plenty about uh, those nicknames. Does Chuck have forty-eight home runs left in him to pass Larry Walker? Probably not. That's a lot of home yeah, runs. That is a lot. A lot of home runs. Um, but he's in he's in second in all these other categories, right? He just passed Larry Walker for most runs. So um Chuck's having a nice renaissance mm-hmm. right now. It'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens at the deadline. Very interesting. No, he couldn't possibly go out. I mean, I know like we love the idea of the Rockies making trades at the trade deadline because we never get to see it. Yeah. But that would break a lot of hearts. It would. That would be rough. It'd break a lot of bobbleheads because are they still going to give out a bobblehead for a player who's no longer on the team? Would they move up the bobblehead date? Keep an eye on that one. That's the one. Watch for the advancement all of a sudden, late June. Charlie Blackman bobblehead? What? It's supposed to be September. (laughs) There's a reason why they don't want to wait until (laughs) September. I feel like like Charlie will stay. Yeah, I, I don't have a feel on it just yet. I, I think I think he, he, I think he probably will too, honestly. I think I they'll keep him around just to not mess up the bobblehead night. There are not a lot of bobblehead nights. No, there's only one right now scheduled. It's just him. I mean, what else would there be? It would have to be some kind of hokey Star Wars thing themed hmm. bobblehead. I mean, again, it's it's usually based off of the play of last year. So like what are you gonna do? They could maybe at the last minute say, Hey, Tovar's good. He's he's a big leaguer. Let's see if we can slide in a, an Ezekiel Tovar bobblehead and hmm. you know get the factory going and, and and give that bad boy out like in August or something. But that's the first Tovar bobblehead. Do you want to wait until next year? I don't know, man. We have a lot to think about. We do. I'll tell you what. what? Um, here's something to think about. Okay. So so let me let me uh, give uh, the flowers <laughs> to Brent Suter. 0-9-8 ERA. He's given up two earned runs in eighteen and a third innings this year. Sheesh indeed. Ninth lowest. In franchise history, through a player's first 12 games, minimum 10 innings pitched, to begin their Rockies career. And the lowest since Adam Ottavino had a 0.69 ERA nice. in 2012. Nice. Trejo, bases clearing double, three RBI. Again, this is Tuesday night in the 7 1. That, okay, I want to talk about that bases clearing double. That was the first extra base hit with the bases loaded. Since last August. <laughs> Yikes. Talk about not hitting a grand slam, but... That, that I feel like... So I was watching that on TV because yeah. I was actually home. What a treat. But I was so excited for just a couple of seconds because I'm like, oh, tell me Alan Trejo just hit a grand freaking slam. That was a bomb. And when was the last time the Rockies had a grand slam? 2021. Too long. And if too Alan long. Trejo was the guy to break that drought, I would have been screaming. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He, he. But still, a bases clearing double, I'll take it. I didn't do a dong check on that one to see how many ballparks that would have gone out for. Oh. But it might I can, have... I'll, I'll do a dong check. All right. Do, I'll do, do a do dong that. check. Now, uh, so we're talking about home dates and promotions to try to get more people out. The Rockies are weird because they always give their promotions out on the weekends. That's when people are going. By the way, 30,000 people today uh, on Thursday afternoon. Pretty sure about 8,000 of those were the kids that were forced to maybe buy a ticket for STEM Day. I'm not sure. There, there was actually a really solid crowd. I will say that. So speaking of home dates, right? Promotions probably should be given away during the weekdays. Now, uh, we learned and we, uh, we got it confirmed by Ken Rosenthal, uh, but Black essentially I was the first person to confirm it. Rockies will play in the Mexico series in 2024 against the Astros, which means maybe we've got our Serbia trip. I, oh, okay. We got to put this out there now because I want to go to Mexico. We might have our Serbia trip. It's in Mexico. I think this will be so much. I got to really step up my Duolingo. Yeah, you do. I really do if I'm going to be our translator. And how about this? If you want to double the content, you can fly in. I'll road trip it in. How long of a drive is it to (laughs) Mexico City? Oof. 
Is that something you want to do? I think it's a day. It's a day. I think it would could you be drive a day. it straight? No. I, I mean, I wouldn't drive drunk. So I guess I would drive it straight. But you meant like not straight okay, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so that's there's our Serbia trip. A. Now, uh, learned a couple things about the whole Mexico City series and whatnot. Please. That tell went me. down and what will go down. So uh, these I I need to get it confirmed, but it seems more than likely that these will be considered Rocky's home dates. Well, you know what? That makes sense for me because mm-hmm. the Rockies are more at home in that kind of altitude. But also how Coors Field is a mile high. Mexico City is about a mile and a half high. Mile plus 2,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I think this series was, they they charged the Padres, right? Yeah, they were. Um, the, no, the, yeah, the Padres were the home team for that. Right. Because so, they've also played at that stadium before. True, yeah. So the Padres are going to have 79 home dates at Petco. Rockies, 79 home dates next year. I think MLB has to like buy out the Rockies. There's all kinds mm. of interesting specifics I'd love to know about. Um, but so, yeah, there'll be only 79 home dates next year for the Rockies probably, allegedly, got to confirm that. Mm-hmm. Now, all of these games that they play in Mexico are in April because apparently May through October is considered the rainy season for Mexico. That makes sense. Now, it's not like downpour, but it's like like kind of similar to Miami where it's going to rain for a little bit, you know, in the afternoon, whatever. Uh, so they'll be uh, in April. And uh, apparently MLB does have a portable humidor. They've got like three or four of them that they send out. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and that's that's fun to think about. Yeah, like just what like a, a mini humidor would look like a mini humidor. Yeah, so that's pretty neat. So we've got our Serbia trip, Mexico City, Trejo. What was the dongage? Okay, I have a dong because we have a couple of uh, Rockies on the Would It Dong account. Such a good account. Such a good account. So that um, Trejo bases clearing double from Wednesday night's game. I think I've been saying Tuesday. Wait, I, in the notes, do I have Tuesday? No, 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 no. You, okay. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Guys, as you know, we've mentioned before in this show, we never know what day of the week it is. We're a little loopy. We are We will idiots. get recalibrated. This weekend, we'll be recalibrated. <laughs> we'll be recalibrated. Yeah. Okay, so Wednesday nights, bases clearing double from Alan Trejo would have been a home run at Oracle Park and nowhere else. Ooh. But get this, get this. Chris Bryant... Um, Hold on. Okay, so that he hit one on Wednesday night as well. He hit that his he, third Coors home run. Chrissy Coors is that his official nickname now? Chrissy Coors. Chrissy Coors. Um, you know, I don't know if I love it, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, Hold right. on a second. Hold on, because I just oh, where did it go? I just lost it. I just lost it. Robert pointing out, yeah, Mets coming. To, well, they're not coming to town. Rockies are going to their town. They are struggling right now. Yes, Rockies can keep that momentum. But what about Chris Bryant? Okay, that Chris Bryant double from today. That would have donged in 20 of 30 ballparks, including American Family Field, where the Brewers call home. Wow. I was, I I did not realize the. I didn't realize that 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 would have donged in so many places. Uh, That sounds terrible. I regret everything. (laughs) I I did not. uh, This whole damn show is such a liability. I underestimated Brian's dong there on that for sure. I hate this. (laughs) No two ways about it. You know what I don't hate? Shady Rays. Yes. You know what I do hate? I do hate when people are staying with you, right? So let me paint the scene, right? You're setting a very elaborate scene for an ad read. All right, long story short, in-laws <laughs> staying with me for a little bit. They've got some things going on at their home. Need to borrow my car. My prescription sunglasses are in the car. Ooh. I need to go out for a run. What do I wear? I had my Shady Rays with me. They kept me safe on my run. It was, uh, it was fantastic. Polarized. It's amazing right now. You can go buy one, get one. They got, they've got their own BOGO. We've got a BG. Right, because they know vowels. We got a BG with, mm-hmm. with watch parties, but they've got a proper BOGO when you use code DNVR. Uh, they're going to hook it up with the buy one, get one. They got the lost and broken replacement policy. So if you happen to lose them or break them, they will replace it. Either way, it's fantastic. If you go to the Park Meadows Mall, go there in person, try it on your face. If you're not sure how it looks, they're going to hook you up with 50% off when you buy two or more. And you know what? Even if you just decide to order them and just wing it, send it back within 30 days and you get a full refund. So you many can't options. Tons of options. So many. Brick Brew has tons of options. But right now, it's all about the Mile High City Golden Ale. My favorite. I think that is my favorite of the Breck Brew creations. 
it's it's the uh, it's it's the Breck brew that gave Nikola Jokic his it factor. Dare I say, mm, okay. his three-time MVP deserving <laughs> it factor. You know what I mean? That's what Joel Embiid needs. He needs a little Mile High City Golden Ale, and maybe he'll play a little bit better. You can't have your team winning when you're not even on the floor. How much of an MVP are you? I, I know this is a, a touchy subject. What for you. the fuck, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> That's Breck Brew, Mile High City Golden Ale. <laughs> Made with 100% Colorado ingredients. The same Colorado ingredients that's going to the NBA Finals this year. Yeah. I love it. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself if it's a Nuggets Sixers Finals. Ooh, you might not have to worry about the Sixers getting there. Kale, what did you have, Dad? Uh, don't come to work. Yeah, I'm hollered out. <laughs> Kale's literally telling me not to go to work. I will. It will be toxic. It will, it's already, I feel like it's all, this week has already been so toxic. Okay. Yeah. All y'all. All right. We've got plenty to talk about. Here's the thing. I don't know what of the plenty we're going to talk about. Do you have something you want to talk about or do I have something to, I want to talk about? I think you have something that you want to talk about. So you don't have anything to talk about. I don't think I have anything to talk about. All right, let's let's get caught up on MLB in April, right? Okay, Here we are, yeah. May fourth. But let's look at the standings. Tampa Bay in the AL East. We'll we'll do it for the 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 American side of things that we don't care too much about. Okay. Tampa Bay with the twenty three wins. Everybody in the AL East is pretty much around five hundred or better than five hundred. Jeff Passan tweeted something out of like teams how they're playing. Uh, against other teams outside of their division, right? So, mm-hmm. like, if you're in the AL Central, Guardians and Twins can really beat up on Royals, Tigers, et cetera, White Sox even. Mm-hmm. And so let's not talk about the teams you, sh- you should be beating up in your division. How about everybody else? And it's like the AL East is just dominating right now, and you got to think all three three teams are coming out of uh, – three wild cards who are probably going to be coming out of the AL East. Do you think Boston could be legit? Are you worried about the Yankees? Who's going to make the postseason – between those two, both, one, neither. I honestly, I'm rooting, not rooting. Is that a Freudian slip? I mean, I'm <laughs> predicting, envisioning neither of them make the Ooh. postseason. Yeah, I got the I got the Yankees getting in. I think they're going to be okay there. As long as you play in those pinstripes, you can pick up a guy off the street, put him in pinstripes, <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's a borderline MVP. Candidate. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe they're just like, maybe they got a little overconfident. Could be. They have a lot of aging, aging dudes. Did you want to say aged? Aging. And you're like, I've never used aged before. No, aging. no. I was, I, I was thinking aging. All five teams are going to win 80 games in that division. I think so. That that would be wild if if so. Minnesota, only team above 500, at least entering May. Cleveland was a game under 500. They're looking all right. Are the Twins going to run away with it or... Well, I think I know what you think because we both have Cleveland representing the American League. I got them winning the World Series even still after the injury to Tristan McKenzie. Yeah, you know what? Uh, Cleveland never plays well in April. Yeah. So I think they're going to get it together. And I don't think Minnesota is going to keep up with what they have going on. I think it might be close at the end of the the regular season. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch. I think both those teams have a lot of you know interesting players and Cleveland's obviously a little bit younger and mm-hmm. you might not know the names, but you know, if you're on the guardians, like you're, you're going to contribute, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Texas, uh, finished April in first place in the AOS kind of surprisingly. I mean, they spent a lot of money, so you go, well, they should, they've got the talent on paper. I would hope so. <laughs> they should be there, but you never know. And then Jacob deGrom, is he going to get hurt? Andrew Heaney seems like he's been the guy. Are you concerned about how Seattle has started the season? I did not have them making the postseason. I just had this inkling that maybe they wouldn't. Are you concerned a little bit right now? Or? Not yet, no because, you know, um, you know what we always say? There's a lot of baseball left. That's true. We we always say that. We always say there's a lot of baseball left. We do. Uh, in the NL East, everyone's over 500 except the Washington Nationals. I don't know if it'll stay that way uh, with the Marlins, but it, it re- I really got the sense that only two teams from that division are going to go to the postseason. I had the Mets as being that team that missed out. Hmm. Phillies still in there in the hunt. I was like ready Bryce to— Harper's back. I was ready to fight you for a second, no, depending on going. what you said. Well, I you know, I didn't going. know if you changed your mind. Changed your mind, but I'm sticking with that. Speaking of the um, NL East, did yeah. you see who the Nationals picked up? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Another Rockies pitcher. Although Alex Colomay, he got picked up by the Nats, didn't he? 
He's on um, the White Sox now, but yeah. he did originally get picked up by the Nats, didn't he? I think so. Also, wait, hold on. Did Alex Colomay rebrand to Alexander Colomay? You know what? Because I was pretty uh-huh. sure he was Alex Colomay. His baseball reference page is Alex Colomay. And the White Sox, when they posted their thing saying that he was, they did the big club take him? I think so. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, got, yeah. he got called up. He got called up. Yeah, in um, that press release, there was another guy too that I looked up that I'm like, I don't recognize that name. It looks like another name. And then I did a search. They changed the guy from Frank to Franklin. And so there were two guys on that list that had slightly different names. Are, I don't think so. I think he's still Alex Colomay. I'm like, I don't know. Because like sometimes a rebranding is fun. It changes the energy. Uh, didn't Joshua Fuentes do that true. a couple of seasons ago? I think with Alex Colomay, because he can no longer take you know, as long in between pitches, he's like, well, I'm going to lengthen my name. So therefore maybe I'll get an extra second. And they're announcing me. More time. He's like, Alexander's like, oh, that's his cue to catch his breath because there's a couple extra syllables in his name, but getting back to it, who did the nationals pick up? Uh, <laughs> our, our old friend, Jose Urania. Yeah. He, he likes those NL East teams. He, he does. He's, he's a good depth piece. He'll be okay. Will he, I mean, he has to pitch better. How many, what's the over under on, on starts with the nationals? I'm going to, I'm going to set the over under who, at seven and a half. Who else do they even have starting now? Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray, then three other guys that I just, we don't have enough time in the podcast to go, go through. So I'm going <laughs> to just name those three guys. Cade Cavalli is had Tommy John surgery, mm-hmm. but again, Gore, Gray, and then those other three guys. <laughs> um, but seven and a half starts, will he make more or less? Jose Urania with I'm gonna the Nationals. I'm going to say less. I'm going right. less. I'm kind of leaning towards less too, but I, I'm going to take the over only because there's a reason they picked him up because they're, they're just short on arms, I think. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, think, we're yeah. not not short on arms over here in Colorado. No, I think we're going to see Ty Block uh, eventually getting back on the roster when they kind of need to utilize him and then get rid of him again. The corresponding move that we should end up seeing. So Lambert before the game did get uh, added to the 26 man roster to Nelson Lamette, uh, Freeland's neck, Lamette's back. Lamette goes on the IL and then uh, the corresponding move probably tomorrow, but we don't know yet. Uh, probably will be Sinzatella activated for the game. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Nick Mears will go down. So he, he, uh, he, uh, he served a purpose and he provided a lot of service mm-hmm. uh, in his outing today. Thank you for your service, Nick Mears. Yeah. So that's that's what the 26-man roster will end up looking like. Um, yes, Bryce Harper, he's back. 0 for on the first game, 3 for 3 in his second game back. Just, he's impressive. He is just, he's, I, I think the Phillies are going to have a really, really fun time now yeah, that he's back. I think so. NL Central, Pittsburgh. Pirates. Pittsburgh. Wow. Pittsburgh. Who would have thought Pittsburgh? <laughs> Probably a lot of Rockies fans because they go, oh, they got Connor Joe now. So, well, they, they do. I mean, that's also the magic of like when another team picks up one of our guys, they go on to have such a great time. such a great season. Connor, uh, Connor Joe, Sam Hilliard. Sam Hilliard. Chad ha- Cool started out pretty well yeah. in, the, in the year. Did you see the uh, potentially leaked Pittsburgh Pirates? City Connect uniforms, they're getting them. I did not. It's, it's, it's like a jersey. So we've got a way to go to see all of the details, mm, but okay. no shocker, I think it'll still just be black and yellow. I was so going to we'll say, uh, that's the one thing I'm hoping is that it's black and yellow because every team in that city adheres to that specific color palette, mm-hmm. and I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. It's like if you look at all of the teams and you talk about their colors in the three major sports, it's black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, right? Wouldn't you say that? I would too. I would say that. What a uh, performance we're getting right now. I'm such a whiz. Now, uh, St. Louis was 10 games back of first place Ooh. in May. Cardinals fan. If you know a Cardinals fan, reach out. <laughs> give them uh, a poke. Give them a poke and say, hey, what's up? Oh, boy. How's, how's the basement? Um, uh, Yeah, <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, they have to be, that fan base has to be imploding right now when you look at their record and notice that it is worse than the Colorado Rockies record right now. Yep. And the Rockies just did him a favor, though, taking three from the Brewers. Mm-hmm. So got to gotta thank the Rockies for that. We just we cannot stop giving to the Cardinals organization. Rockies are further back from first place than the Rockies are from first place. Do you mm-hmm. think that you think we'll end the season that way or will the Rockies be? I think the Rockies will probably still end up being further back. I, yeah, I, th- I, I think this will all kind of even out. Yeah. 
I think so too. Arizona and LA are both tied for first place going into the month. Weird. LA. So weird. LA has been like sneakily quiet and still, you know, playing above 500 baseball. They're, st- they're still poised for 100 wins. Mm-hmm. There's there's no two ways about it. Do you think it. they'll get 100 wins? I think so. I think they'll top out at 99. I don't think they're going to have the season they had last year. Okay. All right. I'll take that bet. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. Over under 99 and a half. I'll take the over. You take the under. <laughs> okay, deal. Um, I'll take the high road. You take the low. There. Uh, that's a tenacious D lyric. All right. Early MVP candidates. Is. Ronald Acuna Jr. Luis Arias. Wow. He is something for the Miami Marlins. Cody Bellinger, Xander mm-hmm. Bogarts, Max Muncy, just hitting home runs. He's found his stroke back. Mashing. He's mashing. mashing. In the American League, Shohei, Trout, we know those guys. Matt Chapman, Wander Franco. Franco. Who would have thought? Francus. Wander has been yeah. fantastic. So the Rays, I kind of hadn't realized this. They've never had anybody finish inside the top five for AL MVP voting. What? I mean- in a way, it does kind of make sense. So the closest would have been 2008 when they went to the World Series, their first year, dropping the devil, calling themselves just the Tampa Bay Rays and kind of going from the animal to the sunshine, mm-hmm. right? That kind of makes sense. Um, Longoria has finished six twice, and I had to go back to even look at the the voting details because I'm like, all right, you finished six. You could get a couple first-place votes, a couple 10-place votes, votes um, see how it goes. He did get two fourth-place votes, but in 2010... Uh, Carl Crawford got a random second place vote, and he hmm. finished uh, he finished right behind uh, Longoria in AL MVP voting. So Carl Crawford, how about that? Sneaky, sneaky, good. So sneaky. Yeah. So huh. the Rays, you know, this, this could be their year. Are they due? I'm I'm believing in them. <laughs> I think they're I think they're legitimate. It's all going to come together until the World Series, and then their pitcher third time through the order, take him out. Not this time. You got to go with your gut. You got to leave your guy in there. Blake Snell. That's a reference. That was, um, what a reference. You're now, all right, Susie, <laughs> let's see if you can get, before we wrap up, let's okay, see if okay. you can get inside my mind and see okay. if you can figure out how my brain works. Because I like connecting I've been trying things. to figure this out for the past year. This is what makes me good at segues is because I tie, I see two words. There's an improvisational game where mm-hmm. two people will say just a random word. And they try to find a, a thing or a word that links those two words together. Oh, right? okay. And so what does your canary yellow ring mm-hmm. have to do with baseball? Can you find a connection? Because I, when I look at that, I make a baseball connection immediately I mean, in my brain. It makes me think of a player, but I have to think of a person that this player gave the yellow canary or canary yellow ring to in order to get to that player. Oh, I can't. So anything can be brought back to baseball. I mean, I was going to think, I was thinking like a World Series ring, but. Didn't Alex Rodriguez, when he proposed to Jennifer Lopez, give her a canary yellow ring? Was that? Or was that a different one of her engagement rings? <laughs> well, didn't Jennifer Lopez get a Jennifer canary Lopez yellow does, engagement ring? She and did. And wasn't he engaged to, she yes. was engaged to A-Rod? Yes. And that's how I get there. A-Rod J-Lo engagement ring. Let's see. I don't think... No, because I think P. Diddy gave her the canary diamond. J-Lo. J-Lo. what was it? Who was it? Canary diamond. Who gave it? Let's find Uh, out. I don't know. This is the one that I was talking about. It was Ben Affleck. Oh. It was was her first engagement to Ben Affleck. There you go. That was was a, a cultural moment. That was. And so now when I think of the movie 14 going on 40 with Jennifer Garner, I think of Alex Rodriguez because... You do know that's not the name of the movie. Uh, it was 13 going on 30, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen it. <laughs> Can't, no, didn't see it. Didn't see it. I, I thought it was... I was like, wait, they don't make movies about 40-year-old women in Hollywood. No, Unfortunately, no, 40, that's a criticism. 40-year-old women are just yeah. disgusting to Hollywood. You can do it if you're Judd Apatow about a 40-year-old guy, and it's like, oh, it's Paul Rudd. He's it's every, different. It's a buddy comedy, but a 40-year-old woman? Ugh. God forbid Hollywood do that. Exactly. You turn 40. You know what? Maybe we could get you in for a walk on roll in, Go- in Golden Girls. Okay. When you're when you're a 40-year-old actress, I feel like you it's switch. Sad. You switch and you were playing the mom of like young adults. And oh, yeah. it's messed up. It's true. 
It is messed up. Kale, you had something about this. 13 going on 30. I was just surprised you'd never seen this movie. It's a really good movie. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. I mean, I was around when she, you know, Jennifer Garner was in Alias and was like, all right, she's she's a thing. She's a thing. And I never jumped on board. But she was engaged to Ben Affleck. They ben were Affleck. married. They have children. And before marriage comes. Engagement. All right. Yes. So she was engaged she to was Ben engaged Affleck. She was engaged to Ben Affleck. I, I don't acknowledge the marriage. I like, I like <laughs> to think it went a little further than that. But. And and uh, Ben Affleck engaged to J-Lo, engaged to A-Rod. So therefore, when I think of 13 going on 30... I think of Alex Rodriguez now because that's how my brain works. And you think and of this, this ring. That would be a fun segment. You just name a thing and go, bring it back to baseball. You know what? When we're, uh, this is a good off season <laughs> activity. Yeah, for maybe. Because we actually have so much, so many things to talk about. That's because true. Because the Rockies always give us so much to talk about. We have, they give us so much to talk about on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies on Twitter. I knew what you were doing there. Don't think I didn't. <laughs> See you forcefully trying to end the show rather than figure out what the hell else I want to talk about. Uh, I talk about baseball things over at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. Uh, I talk about baseball and a lot of stupid bullshit at the Susie Hunter, not just on Twitter, but all platforms. For the first time in 2023, and maybe for the first time in like two years, we have not provided any momentum on the podcast side, but the Rockies have. <laughs> it has completely been a role reversal Right now, and you the don't Rockies think we have, have momentum. momentum. Well, I think they've got momentum. If for anyone still tuning in, jump in the chat if uh, if you enjoyed that thirteen going on thirty <laughs> segment. It was almost a segment. It was that long. Can it, we clip I, this and just release it as a separate thing? You know, we're doing good numbers over on YouTube. I think this one's gonna land with the proper description. Mm-hmm. You know, utilizing the SEOs and whatnot, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna give us even more momentum. Now but, you're actually murdering the momentum. But you know what they say about momentum, Patrick. What do they say? It's only as good as your next show, which means we've got great momentum since Susie will be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel right here on YouTube. 